0: We're doing it.
1: Okay, it looks like we're recording. Oh yeah, on the record. Alright. So I'm I'm just the one we'll go. I'm Tim Norden. Okay. Da, 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 da. Yeah. This is the Bob Baker Podcast. Yeah. This is the Bob Pod. Bob Pod. Okay. Hi, I'm Tim Nordwind.
0: And I'm Elena Flores.
1: I'm Alex Evans. And this is the Bob Baker Bob Pod. Bob Pod. Bob Pod.
0: This is the Bob Baker Bob Pod. <laughs>
2: This is where shows begin. They begin in this room that have not only records, but all the research, the books. We go back to 78s, 45s, 33s. These are all shows that we've done or recorded stuff on tape. We have about, let's see, see, we're about, about, we're up to, 5,000, 5,000-something. 5, they asked me, how do, you, how do you find the things? Well, I'd go to a record store, and I wouldn't just look at that. I'd go through all the, all the records. and Of course, it was more fun with LPs than it, than it is with CDs. CDs are very hard to find what you want, although they put a lot of stuff on CD. But anyway, I, if, it, if it sounded crazy, I'd buy it.
1: And we are here in the Bob Baker Marionette Theater Archival Library.
3: Oh, Yeah, this is the greatest place
0: on earth. It feels so good,
1: it really is cool. What what we're looking at right now are probably 5,000 rare, mostly out of print vinyl. Uh, we've got cassette tapes, we've got uh,
3: National Geographic dating back in 1919, I think. That's awesome. It's beautiful feng shui at the yellow uh, book covers.
1: We've got a lot of books on. Just like how to be in the theater and how to be a puppeteer. A lot of L.A. history books. A ton of L.A. history books.
3: Stacks of Magazines,
1: Fortune Magazine, very great, clearly hasn't been touched in decades. I, yeah, I mean, most of this stuff looks like it hasn't been touched in decades, though I'm pretty sure a lot of it has.
0: It smells like it hasn't been touched in decades. Boy,
3: yeah. you guys shouldn't smell this, but
1: you guys can't. It's, <laughs> it's, there's a, there's a, a mustiness to this room.
0: A musty magic,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah
1: and uh, gosh, I mean, and and it just it kind of goes on forever. There's a ton of like f- like files with what Bob Baker designs in them,
3: yeah, so a bunch of the artworks is so some, some of it is just the original kind of concept drawings um, and uh, just illustrations and things that kind of led straight to the puppets and the puppet shows. But then there's a whole bunch of like inspiration clip files of like, oh, here's just like magazine pools of
1: ostriches or circuses or yeah. things like that um, just a lot of a lot of art work I mean as far as the Bob Baker marionette theater is concerned I mean it, it, would you say this is sort of like all the ideas came out of this room I
3: we've hit the, we're in the gold mine we've hit the gold mine if we were digging through a Bob Baker like tunnel and like looking for like the treasure trove like, this is it. This is the heart and soul of kind of Bob the Baker.
0: nucleus. Yeah.
3: And it's like hidden away in the theater. Tucked away. So, if you were to walk into the theater, this is in the back right corner, tucked away behind like a curtain that's long since, was well, seen better days. Um, but behind the kind of right speaker and the Harlequin clown, there's a hidden little staircase. And then I creak up these up crooked staircases.
1: And then, yeah, open the creaky door and bam sounds like the beginning of an awesome movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why, why are you guys here? Why are we here? Well, I've been coming to the Bob Baker Theater for probably like 15 years now. I moved to, I moved to Los Angeles 15 years ago from Chicago. I had a friend who runs a show in Chicago called Chicagogo, which I feel is like the sort of spirit sister to the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. And when I moved here, he said, if you want to if you want to go somewhere that feels like home, go to the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. (laughs) So uh, so that this this the Bob Baker Marionette Theater is probably the first outing I had when I moved to Los Angeles like 15 years ago. That's why I'm here. Elena, why are you here?
0: I'm here because I'm a puppet. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Go I'm <here>. on. <laughs> this whole time. No. Uh, I'm here because you took me here. That's right. Uh, about seven years ago, five, seven years ago. Yeah. And we came here for the Halloween Spectacular. And I remember being so blown away and filled with so much delight and joy and wonder because it looked like magic. And also, I remember the soundtrack for that particular show is phenomenal. That we went right up to you, Alex, and that was the first time we met you. And we were like, "What is this? Can we have the music to this?" <laughs> and you were like, "One moment," and then you disappeared and came back with a CD of all this, like with all yeah. the music in it.
3: Well, you found it in the trash can.
0: Though. Just kidding, I found it in the trash can. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I think that is what you said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for us to say. Yeah, I used to say to everybody because cuz like no music. It's so ambiguous of like. I have no idea
1: about music about rights and things yeah. like that, how he's in the shows. I'm like, Oh, just so you found it in a trash can.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well
1: But I but I do you know, I remember that day though, I had been coming here for years and so curious about where all the music came from, how it got put together. And that day you had told us, Oh, upstairs there's this there's this amazing library full of the music and it's all on vinyl and Bob Baker put it together himself. You know, sort of manipulating it and and um, and and using it according to like how he wanted the show to go. Yeah, it's all. It
3: is. It's. It's handmade in a way. It's such a weird thing because it's not hand produced. And like, yeah. you know, Bob didn't write the music, or you know, it wasn't produced for the shows. But it's all hand spliced and kind of hand kind of.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: picked and chosen and sped up and morphed like in the same way that so much of the shows and kind of like the, the art direction and the choices of the shows are made where it's like, it's just, it's this guy, when I say guy, it's a whole team of wonderful people that, that create a vision of just really picking and choosing like, inspirations and things that kind of drive their imagination and then just cobble together Yeah. magic. And like that's truly, uh, it's truly what this room is—is is like the ingredients to that magic.
1: Yeah, and it, and it seems like not always, but a lot of times, the magic began with the music.
3: Yeah, so that that's like a fascinating part of the Bob's like creative process, and then and also the puppets. I think like Bob used to say that in the puppets, like the puppets are made like if they. Forgive me, it's uh, I want Bob put it so nicely and eloquently. <laughs> I <reckon> I'm not gonna try to go. <It's> all right. <laughs> Um but that the so Bob would find a song or, you know, a gag or it's like element that he would kind of want to create and kind of it'd be, you know, whether it be kind of Helen Kane's voice or the sped up version of Speedy Gonzalez or whatever it may be. Um, you know, that's what informed the kind of design of the puppet and the number and the tempo and the choreography and the rhythm that is a part of the life of the puppet and the number comes from, like, its song, and its track, which is, it's just beautiful. And it comes up all the time. We have people, like, coming here and, like, oh, let me do, like, this with the puppet. And it's, like, ah, like, you can't really, like, separate it from, like, musical source because it's so, like, it's tied up to the life of the puppet, which is, by definition, like, a puppet is, is something that comes alive. So, if you're taking away an element of, kind of that gives it life, then you're taking away part of the puppet.
0: I think that's so interesting because, I mean, that's why music is so powerful or sound, especially music, because it involves a space where you're hearing it and emotion and feeling of the person singing or the composition or symphony of people behind instruments. And it really is recorded like life and pathos into something. So, I could see how that could fill a puppet. Yeah, it to an, it To animate it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's very cool. And, and in some cases, some of the marionette designs even come from the album covers themselves, you think?
3: Yeah. So the, like, Monster Rally is like the big one, like mm-hmm. a Halloween kind of, like, school. Um, and that has this, like, beautiful, like, artwork. Um, and then from there is, like, these, like, illustrations of, well, people, you know, the know, Invisible Man. If you look at the puppets, it's like, oh, that's, you know. Direct mm. reference. I mean it's the beauty of old like vinyls, you got that big like you know, disc cover and it's just a piece of art itself. Mm-hmm. So I mean so the same way, like this room's like filled with records and like, you know, National Geographic and clip files, like the albums and the art work is just this collection of visual inspiration. Yeah. yeah.
1: Should we listen to something real quick? Yeah, it put but on a tune. What what are you what what are you gonna play us today, Alex? Well
3: let's go to Monster Alley. Cool. I'm gonna go, one of my first puppet numbers I ever did uh, was Yeah. Uh, as a flying saucer, it's in the title, I remember this. Um, is it the one
1: about, did you park the flying saucer here?
3: Yeah, with the party who parked the flying <laughs> yeah. saucer yes. please move it.
1: Yes, all right, let's listen to that.
3: <laughs> this is record number 254, of Monster Rally.
1: All right. Do you want to explain the the number?
3: Yeah. So there's literally 5,000 plus records here. They each have this crazy, impressive, like Dewey decimal system kind of like log of everything. So, truly, as you're finding it or looking at the old logs of the shows, it's all organized by numbers, um, which you can very quickly and easily find uh, what you're looking for. That's
1: pretty wild and and, and very well organized, I, I have to say. Yeah.
3: It's a marvelous, I mean, truly. Us, the generation of people down here now, kind of just using this stuff now, it's, like, mind-boggling how, like, Bob just, like, set it up. Because, boy, right now when we put together stuff, like, it's, like, piles of random paper, (laughs) things like that. Like, uh, Bob, it was almost as if Bob was planning for this moment of kind of, like, oh, people are going to want to, like, look at this and, like, find this later on.
1: Yeah. And now we can. All right. Well, let's take a listen to Monster Rally.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, don't be alarmed by the requests I've been asked to make. The management assures you that no one will be harmed. A moment is all my announcement should take. Will the party here who owns the flying saucer, the oh, one that's double-marked outside, kindly step forward and own up to it. We've tried to budget, but we just can't seem to do it. So if the party here who owns the flying saucer will move it, we'll be gratified. Now, folks, you've really got no need to panic. I beg you, please don't get upset. We'd move it ourselves so we don't fear it, except for that hissing noise whenever we get near it. So if the party here who owns the flying saucer will move it, we'll be in his debt. The thing is blocking traffic and arousing outraged cries. Pedestrians approaching it are dropping just like flies. We're not annoyed and just to prove that everything is cricket. If you'll go out and move your ship, there'll be no parking ticket. So if the party here who owns the blind saucer we're stepping through the street outside. He'll find his ship has sort of lost control. Good grief, it's swallowing Volkswagen's hole. <laughs> oh, if the party here owns the flying saucer, we'll move it, I can get to mine.
0: So after hearing that, I have a question. So cars can go left, right, forward, backwards. That's true. Flying saucers can do that, but they can also go up and down. So why did this guy park, double park? It's just when he could just park above everything. It's just wacky. (laughs) It's
1: a great (laughs) great mystery. You know. But in this world, there could be a
3: car parked above him, too. Maybe he's double parked, like vertically and
0: oh yeah maybe we're we're so far in the future double parking could mean above or below you as well right well it'd be more than double parking then it'd be quadruple one two three yeah quadruple parking
1: it's a little bit of the fault of the songwriting you know, to not address that issue. <laughs> you think. need
0: to address all your dimensions right. and ways in which you can travel. I mean, take a lesson from Elon Musk and tunnels.
1: Right. So, you know, Mosseralli is not the perfect record, but it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, no comment. Everything here is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that was your first number. Is that that right was my out?
3: first number in Charles Phoenix. This is your life. New Year's 2007. Mm-hmm. First puppet I did. At least one of them.
0: So how did you even get here? And uh, what's your connection in starting your first Puppet Monster Rally thing? How did it all come to be?
3: Terrific question. Uh, so, I, the year is 2007. Uh, I am a strapping young lad, working, going to... You
0: uh, haven't changed a bit.
3: <laughs> so I was looking for. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I went to uh, film and photography school in upstate New York. We kind of do semesters in L.A. We were supposed to do internships on film sets or whatever you want to do. I was, so I was looking for like special effects, like stop motion, animatronics. I googled Los Angeles puppets. Bob Baker marionette theater comes up. Thank you, now.
0: Google. Thank
3: you, Google. Sponsor us. Sponsor.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, and I saw a puppet show and truly was just blown away. And it was like I spoke to Bob and was like, hey, like, can I help out? Can I intern here? Can I volunteer? Like, what do you need? Um, and it kinda of took some convincing. He was like, Oh, why do you want to do that? Or he essentially told me, like, oh no, go someplace else. Um, why did he tell you that? Only because like is <laughs> it kind of the same reason why I think I would tell someone now. Mm-hmm. This like, oh like it's kind of a headache, like, like with like a student, kind of like figuring out, like, oh, like what you would, you know, how do I coordinate and kind of manage something? Bob, at this point, like, an eighty-five year old. Yeah. I guess we should edit out when I say I would tell someone now, not not to give <laughs> <laughs> up.
1: Uh, but um, it's kind of like when when Luke Skywalker goes to the Dagobah system for the first time, and Yoda's sort of like. You don't. No, I'm not going to train you. Exactly. It's yeah. That. Yeah. But, it's, it's, so it, Bob's
0: Yoda.
3: I mean, right? Bob's Yoda. Yeah. I, it's. <laughs> it's
0: exactly that. <laughs>
3: uh, that is. I'm sure. I. I it's, it's. Yes. Yes. Essentially, Yoda was like old and tired and didn't want to like, do this yeah. anymore. So he
1: was testing you. It's testing me. Yeah.
3: And I was like, you know, Bob, I'm going to pick up that X-wing
1: and I'm going to do it." <laughs> right. That's a Star Wars reference for everyone listening out
0: there. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get it.
1: Yeah, uh, sponsored by Star Wars Land. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, But uh, so I essentially said like, oh, whatever you need, I always want to like be involved. And then and truly, what that turned into was me helping Bob in this room in the library. This is like my first real experience here at the theater. Is like helping Bob trying to digitize all this music and kind of help him kind of edit and put together the shows. At that point, Bob was just making copies and copies of, like, cassette tapes so how I was putting together the show. And, you know, we got this, like, rickety old USB record digitizing thing. And then... Um, it was like m- slowly making our way through all the music to digitize it, and it was like horrible. Like there's a weird grounded like signal in this room where you pick up this like Mexican radio station. So like none of what we did was usable. I truly just wasted a semester. <laughs> okay. Okay. uh
1: at, w- at that point, were you operating marionettes? No,
3: never done before, and truly was just a shy. A kid but like it's such a community down here like I could be in this room and you know all the puppeteers and people are just like literally like, just right beneath you kind of practicing and doing mm-hmm. you know that thing and they were like oh come do a show come do this and like are you sure like I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. and they it was truly it was like Scotty and Nicole and Cain and uh Mario there and um just this you know really like nice unassuming group of people like mm-hmm. you would not think of like a puppeteer. you know it's not anything close to what you imagine in terms of like the crew that's there. It's just these like people who are just from such an array of different walks of life. Yeah, uh, and they were just like friendly. Just like wanted to kind of involve me, and they're like, "Oh, you can do this." And like so, this number flying saucer literally is like a main like mouse singer. And like this giant flying sauce just flies out and just lands, doesn't move or anything that like spends like two minutes just sitting in the middle of a stage. And that's you? Yeah. Okay.
0: That's kind of nerve wracking. You just stand there. Yeah.
3: Just yeah. waiting for your big moment. Waiting for the big moment. <laughs> okay. Which yeah. is that Hong Kong <laughs> horn sound at the end. Where okay. It pops out and then, then that's the joke and the gag. And it flies away. And truly, I'm certain what it is is they just none of them just wanted to kind of stand exactly. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like, just yeah. Give it to Alex. We'll, get, we'll give it to the intern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that was it. So that was, that song was like
1: my first like, uh, moon in the show. That's, Um, that's really cool. And, And what, what were your first impressions of Bob? I mean, other than he was sort of testing you, I mean, what, what did you think about him when you met him? He's like, he
3: was great. And he was like this very like lovable, creative, like just bustling with energy is the wrong word, but just like. Ideas and imagination, like man. And it was kind of like a man, like, even just, I'm, so I'm not from LA, I don't know, mm-hmm. know what the Bob Baker Marinette Theater was kind of coming in, or even mm-hmm. like, you know, puppetry, or like, you know, what it was, I just came down and saw this one show, and was like, oh, wow, this is great. Yeah. Um, and then, then Bob just kind of just summed up, like, all of that amazement as in, like, a person. It's like, oh, wow, like, all these ideas that came out of this, like, yeah. being... So it was like, it's like, mythos kind of around him. Like, he was, like, accessible and, like, um, you know, would talk and would be sweet and open. Like, it's not, like, uh, but they just walked around with this kind of long sh- kind of shadow where you it, I always felt, like, reverence to, like, oh, wow, you know, this guy's, like, in here kind of playing his favorite, like, music cues or, or just watching him from afar of... Giving notes or ideas yeah. of shows. And I was like, especially in this room, like I remember in this room, like there's so much stuff. He's the one like just like snoop at and poke around. Like, I remember specifically, I was like one day I was like in the back kind of like snooping at like these just like concept sketches. <laughs> and like, Bob walked in, and I was like mortified. I was like, oh, sorry, Bob. And I mean I mean, like like snoop.
0: Didn't mean to look at your innermost thoughts yeah. and creations. What, what, was
1: he upset, or was he like, "Oh, it's okay"? No, yeah, he, he wasn't upset at all. He was like, "Oh, it's okay." It's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, this theater has such like, I don't know, Willy Wonka vibes to it. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I, imag- I imagine Bob Baker being somewhat of like a Willy Wonka character. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he was as eccentric as, but but uh, but kind of always working, always making something new, always sort of rallying. It's the creative ra- process yeah, and, and craftsmanship. Yeah, yeah right. You, you know, know the, and
0: that's very hard to find. And when you do find a person behind that, it's a whole community and it's a whole sort of power force. So, like, I love what you said about a long shadow. I've never heard a metaphor like that, which is really interesting. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, you know the end scene of Willy Wonka? like it's like off like new kid has one and he's mm-hmm. just like in his like office K- kind of like frustrated but just like working on yes. his paper that's Bob like yeah. it's Bob yeah. it's like oh like okay you've seen him on stage or you know like who he is of just like doing the chocolate water kind of thing mm-hmm. um, but then like but then he's just like kind of at his desk like scribbling notes and kind of being like oh, ideas 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 <laughs> and
1: his desk being this library yes yeah. Yeah. yeah and so and so what about this library what's What's happening now? you You guys are getting ready to move into a new space. what What's gonna happen to this library? Um, this library is coming with us in every cool. little piece. Um,
3: it's it's hard. like so it's been for those of you who don't know, the last ten years have been a kind of a little up and down mm-hmm. kind of what's gonna happen with the theater as a whole. Um and uh um finally, I'm proud to say like the future is sweet this isn't, is, isn't <laughs> <all a monkey. laughs> but uh uh, we have a new building we're gonna about like move the theater and and truly the whole library is coming with us in as much as as full capacity as possible mm-hmm. and during that like ten year kind of like gray zone of like what's gonna happen next, like that was always like this library is almost kind of as much as the puppets or anything else, is, like, what's going to happen here? This is, like, this important thing that once we kind of move, you know, how do we preserve and maintain this? Um, and because, like, it's, like, a room filled with, like, yeah, it has all this, like, rare vinyl, yeah. but then it also has, like, hundreds and hundreds of stuff that you can just download on iTunes and just is not sure. that valuable good, or good, All the National Geographic magazines, or the books, or... It's, it's true, its value is it. It's all together in this one place. This
0: right, and thing. it's been cura- curated by one person, and it's all come together in some sort of way. And that the fact that it's arranged and comes together is one way, it becomes something else. Yeah, it's
1: special. Yeah.
3: So so I'm proud to say it will stay with us all together. It's a new building we're moving into. It's so like truly the dimensions of the room are going to change. Yeah. I think we're actually going to have to like split up like his. A room for the music side of things there's a room for the uh, kind of art side of things, mm-hmm. but they're very uh, close to each other upstairs.
1: And who's going to be able to like? Can anyone access? Will 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 more people be able to access it? Because it like it, this used to be a very private room. Right? Yeah. So when
3: I talked about like yeah. you being caught snooping, yeah, uh, like that was because like this was like kept very close to chest. Because you were straight <laughs> up snooping. It, it, it was snooping. <laughs> <stupid>. uh, <laughs> Snoopy doo. I'm sorry, about that. <laughs> Um, because this
0: was basically like his brain, his the 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 stuff that makes the stuff. Like he's this is his innermost. Yeah. We're in his brain right now. Yeah,
1: yeah totally.
0: <laughs> so you don't open up your brain to anyone, right, Tim?
1: <laughs> uh, that's right, Elena. That's right. <laughs> um,
3: yeah. But uh, so but 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 that like so the idea and the goal of this whole thing is is, is truly this magic in this room is to open it up as widely as possible to mm-hmm. let people kind of like. Like, not only just, like, see kind of the concepts and, like, what's in here, but, like, to use it. It's a library, you know, of material to be used in the kind of, whether we make new shows or learn about, like, old, like, techniques or to research LA history or, like, whatever you can think of and imagine. Like, like, the dream is this becomes a resource for everybody from the other people that work at the theater to beyond, to a community at large.
1: Very exciting. Extremely. Very exciting, well, uh the future is sweet. I agree with you, uh, and I think it looks like we've come to the end of the very first ever bob pod
0: Bob pod out
1: Bob pod out uh Alex, we want to thank you for speaking with us about the library today. Thank you Jim thank you Elena. uh-huh and um I guess it, it seems appropriate that maybe you'd you'd play us out on I don't know any one of these songs from the five thousand pieces of vinyl in this room. There's not really much to pick from,
3: but uh, <laughs> I think I could find a little outro uh, track. What's it gonna be? Okay, this truly is one of my favorite songs. I say that about like a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's off his album called Wildcat, uh, which Lucille Bull, I Love Lucy, can in. We do it on our Easter show. It's called Tippy Tippy Toes. Uh, and it's the most adorable thing you'll ever hear. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna play you it normal off the record, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna then we're gonna skip, 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 chik, chick, 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 uh and then <laughs> uh, we'll play Bob's version of it, which is like a sped up version, of kind of uh, remixed. Very which cool. is cool. Uh, so this will be sound like I love Lucy. Then it's gonna sound like a little like beautiful like uh, Swan dancing little puppet. But
1: all right, uh-huh. here we go. <laughs> One.
4: One, two, three, follow the beat. One, two, three, lift up those great big flat feet. One, two, three, lift up those... What do you mean, flat feet? I am dancing on my tippy, tippy toes. Powder on my nose, smelling like a rose. Get a load of me,
1: I'm galloping
4: around. Now check out the uh, Bob Vegas sped up version. Uh,
3: This is what I'm in the process of doing. uh, For you listening out there, there's these recording logs of what Bob used to use back in the day. And then I which have a custom number which correlates to the exact record player he used. Um, And that's how we knew the
1: speed it was played originally.
3: Um, I didn't do that research.
1: <laughs> so you're looking to see what speed he plays it at for the show, and then you're going to play us the song back at that speed? Exactly. Okay.
0: And right now he's going through a, like a filing cabinet of I don't know how many files, looking yeah. for this particular song for (laughs) what speed you play it at.
1: This definitely looks like your grandfather's filing cabinet. Or a mad
0: scientist. Or a mad
1: scientist, (laughs) yeah.
3: You guys got some cool grandfathers.
1: We're looking at some old files.
0: And they ain't your taxes.
1: No, this is not your taxes. This is some creative mamma jamma going on. (laughs) I don't even own a filing cabinet anymore.
3: We have some extra ones (laughs) here.
1: Do you? Okay. I don't
0: think you need one.
1: I I just, I don't even know what I'd put in there. Yeah.
0: You know what you can do is you can create a smoker out of one. Like, you can smoke meats out of a filing cabinet. Really? Did Mm -hmm. Bob
1: Baker ever do that? Uh, (laughs) No comment. (laughs) You can make a smoker out of a filing cabinet? Mm -hmm.
0: Look it up on YouTube. There's tons of videos on it.
1: See, now, what you've just said, I mean, if this was back in the day, it would be like look in a filing cabinet to figure out how you do that.
0: Yeah, that's true. But
1: And then take that filing cabinet and make it into a smoker.
0: Yeah. Just <laughs> are just riffing here, top of the dome. We're
1: just T of the D. Did you find it, Alex?
0: Yes.
3: Uh...
1: Looks like you found it.
3: Yes, I
1: found it. <laughs> Alex is now futzing with the record player. You can hear the static of the record player. <laughs> and those those grounding issues we he was talking about earlier. Playing at speed 18. 18. 18.
0: Okay,
1: so this is quite a bit faster than the normal speed. Yeah, as puppeteers, man, I gotta keep up on this one. <laughs> this is the dancing
3: uh, moment the two, a green swan and the pink swan, now they're dancing together. Right. So, on their tippy
0: toes.
1: Love it! I love it.
2: Bravo, Alex.
1: When when we talk about the physicality of a of a puppeteer, are we talking like tired shoulders, tired forearms, tired fingers. Like what like what with the, with the act of puppeteering? You don't feel anything. You just feel joy. <laughs> okay, and with that, I say good night. To all the listeners. Yes.
0: Thank you again, Alex, (laughs) creative director here at the Bob Baker Marionette Theater.
1: I'm Tim Nordwind.
0: And I'm Elena Flores.
1: We'll see you next time.
2: Beautiful.